Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's one of the big mysteries atop the NFL draft. A big decision needs to be made by one franchise. We will get into that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. He is Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, 3 a.m. in Hawaii where Jeff Schwartz refuses to travel to because it's too far of a flight for him from Charlotte uh, and we will do it all live here for the next couple hours on Fox Sports Radio. So. Yeah, I'm not flying 10 hours for a weekend trip. <laughs> Especially going over six time zones with kids. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, uh, Je- Jeff forgot that uh, that his his kid. Now, so you just had, how how expired is the passport? Is it like a couple of days? No, it's talking? months. October of twenty twenty. Okay. All right. So, so the passport is expired. You had a vacation plan this Thursday, and so you did not realize that it was expired. And now there's not enough time and availability for it to be changed. So now you're scrambling to come up with a plan B. Is really yeah. What Basically, when we're done with the show today, I have to call my wife and we have to come up with a plan today because I think we've we've tried to like it's more that like there's private companies you pay you can pay a lot of money to to expedite your passport, but the kid they don't do kids like that's the problem it's the kid passport that's the problem like it's it's not just I think if it was an adult we would have gotten it today like we could like I said we could pay a lot of money to a private company to get it expedited but 
Uh, you all did not know this as well. We, you actually can call your congressperson, who I had to look up who that was, um, and uh, and call them or email them and like show up at their office and get they'll expedite for you possibly as well. My wife sent out some emails this weekend to um, our congresspeople about that. So, so what are what are the options? Is it so? It's only like like what are the vacation options? For the Schwartz family, if you can't get this figured out and you got to cancel your trips to where is it, Turks and Caicos? Yeah, is that what they call well, it? So, family options would be Disney in Orlando. Okay. Which we haven't been, we've never been to that Disneyland. I've been, it's funny, when I say Disneyland to people, I'm going to Disney, they're like, oh, Orlando. I'm like, no, the, Anaheim. I've been, like, yeah. that's, I, I go the, yeah, the, the, the one next to Angel Stadium. Yeah. That's the one we, we're talking about. Yeah. We, we fly, uh, we always come to LA, uh, once a year to see my parents and we, we go to Disneyland. Um, so maybe Disney World, uh, maybe 30A, where I know Clay has a place. Maybe I should ask Clay if I could stay at his place. Interesting. You know, I might send him a text message uh, about that. Um, my wife and I have been there before. We like it a lot. We were just at the beach for a week in South Carolina. We, we don't want to go to, like, the beach again, the same beach. So, I don't, man, I don't know. I don't know. Which beach in South Carolina? We were at Hilton Head. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just not, you know, the, it's not as warm as yeah. the... Listen, as the, uh, I, I would go Disney. Yeah, I, but Dis- again, every, a good li- the, the problem with last-minute travel is that... Everything is limited right now. Like there's, it's not. I don't think it's full capacity. You're Jeff so, Schwartz. You got pull in this country. You got you got you got pull in any town you go to. Now, if I call somebody up and I say, "Hey, uh, I'm Jonas Knox," I'd like, hello, hello, they would just hang up on my ass. You got some pull. Uh, I think you can get this done on short notice. I'm, I think I'm a former NFL offensive lineman who has lots of. Twitter followers. That's is that my? my Who cares? Like whatever, whatever it is. Like you could be anything you want. Possib- You're a former possibly, NFL player. Possibly, but I mean, if a hotel is booked, I, I can't really unbook a hotel room because I'm a. I guess I could try. Yeah, that would suck call, for someone that, else. That that travel agent uh, needs to needs to start do, pulling their end of the bar. Yeah. So we're gonna after this is done, I'm gonna call my wife and we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do. Um, and my kids, well, my kids don't even know because, like I said, we didn't tell them. So we're, we're gonna Thursday morning. We're gonna wake up and be like, "Hey, we're going to the airport." So um, we haven't even told. They have no idea. So they're they. By the way, I, I just, I'm hoping that your kid is a closet sports talk radio fan, and he's listening to this right now, and he's just fuming, pissed. I mean, he's and, six and, and a half. It would be it would be tough for him to turn the radio on, um, <laughs> and he's he should be driving to school in about seven minutes, anyways. <laughs> and my wife has no idea that what radio station I'm on right now. So. I mean, it's possible. It'd be really, it'd be really funny if he somehow, like, on the TV, found a way to watch, listen to the radio. But <laughs> it's great. My wife um, would have no idea what station I'm on right now. All right, so so we do not have an answer yet as to what you are going to do with your vacation. We also don't have an answer yet as to what is going to happen at the top of the NFL draft. We talked about the Mac Jones situation, Jeff Schwartz. It appears like he is going to go number three, if you believe all the reports, to the Niners at three. So it feels like picks one, two, and three. Um, everybody's got a clear understanding. Uh, the Falcons at pick four is another discussion we can have later on in the show. But the one that is, I, I think, maybe under the radar, not getting as much discussion is what the Cincinnati Bengals could potentially do at number five because look they've got their quarterback Joe Burrow played well before the injury Uh, now the question is how do you handle that how do you address it do you go offensive line there's going to be a a stud uh, you know offensive weapon that's going to be available there uh, whether it's Pitts or Jamar Chase whatever whatever you're looking at for the Cincinnati Bengals 
here they are with an opportunity to upgrade their offensive line and upgrade around Joe Burrow. Yeah, so let's assume number four is a quarterback. Whether the Falcons take it or someone else takes a quarterback at four, they take field. So that means the Bengals are going to have to choose between Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, and Panay Sewell. In that situation, um, you know, Kyle Pitts, I think, would be a good option. But I think he could be, again, tight ends that special. But let's talk about offensive line against wide receiver because this is what the Bengal fans have been debating, assuming Kyle Pitts has taken four. I think Atlanta actually, if they stay at four, they draft Kyle Pitts. So that wouldn't even be a problem for the, for, for the Bengals. If they move out of four, obviously, someone trades up, probably taking a quarterback in that spot. The debate is whether or not a wide receiver is more valuable than an offensive lineman in, the, in that spot. So, let, so let's talk about what the Bengals have on their roster, right? So right now they have um, you know, Jonah Williams, who they drafted out of Alabama, who's an offensive lineman, um, and he is a left or, or right tackle, right? They have um, uh, Riley Reef, who they signed to a one-year deal, who was the Vikings' left tackle for a while after the Lions' left tackle. He signed a one-year deal, guys, as a, as a backup. It's a backup contract. It's $7 million. He does not have to start. That does not preclude you from signing, or to me, drafting Panay Sewell. The question becomes, obviously, What's more valuable, the left tackle at five or the wide receiver? And it's easy to left tackle, and the data backs that up. Most of the elite tackles in the NFL are drafted in the first round, by far. Of course, there's other examples otherwise. I'm sure someone will be like, well, David Bakhtiari is drafted in the fourth round. Okay, fair enough, but fourth round anyways, you're not drafting someone to start right away. You can find a wide receiver in the middle of the first round, yep. at the end of the first round, in the second round. Often the first wide receiver taken in the draft is not the best wide receiver in that class. Um, I think Panay Sewell is far and away better than what than what you would get from Jamar Chase in that position. I, I, I don't understand the fascination still with wide receivers and running backs. They're great to have if you have the other pieces around you. But if you don't have your offensive line, if Burrow's not upright, then there's no chance for you. And, and Bengals fans will say, well, well, let's just draft a, a tackle at the top of the second round. Well, how do you know that one will be available at that time? Like, how do you know that that the next best option, maybe Brady Christensen from BYU, the Chiefs might draft him at 31. You don't know who's going to be available. You have the opportunity now to draft an offensive tackle who's elite. You know, you can draft a wide receiver in the second round. There's plenty of options at that time that can do just as good of a job in that offense as Jamar Chase can. So from the tackles you've looked at in the draft, um, I mean, I've seen this seems to be somewhat of the consensus. You've got Panay Sewell, uh, Rashawn Slater, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. These are some of the top offense. I mean, th- those are the guys who, who are who are your top. Like if you were just to give a top four or five as far as tackles in this draft, who are you looking at? So for, for tackles, it's, it's kind of like a, a top four. So basically, it's Panay, Rashawn Slater, Christian Derrissaw, and probably Tavon Jenkins. But Jenkins is mostly a right tackle. Like you're not, probably, you're probably not drafting to play left. With the Bengals again, could draft a right tackle in the second round. But Jenkins ain't lasting that far. And Vera you know, Tucker is a tweener, right? He can play Vera guard or tackle. I would not play him at left tackle in the NFL. Um, I think he could be like an All Pro level guard. I just does. He's he struggles with a little bit of speed at, at, at tackle. We saw last year too when he played against you know Kayvon Thibodeau at Oregon, and he was a little bit beat up in that game. But still, like it was a, it was a little bit of an issue. Um, so he's he's more of a of a hybrid player who I would play at guard, which they can draft. But again, you, these guys are gone by the time they pick again. Yeah, and 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 so here's I, I guess the discussion is, and you kind of alluded to it. 
what is okay, how much of a difference is there between the top wide receiver in the NFL draft and the tenth wide receiver draft prospect? And on the flip side, what's the difference between the top tackle available in the draft and the tenth tackle available in the draft? And it feels like there's a significant gap between Panay Sewell and whoever number 10 would be, and not as much of a gap, not saying that Jamar Chase isn't fantastic, but not as much of a gap from him to the 10th best wide receiver prospect in this draft. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, to pull up here. So Robert Mays, uh, who on the uh, the ringer, not the ringer, used to be the ringer, the athletic, who um, who I like, um, he, he did an article about this, and he used uh, pro football focus grades just because it's, it's hard to find – uh, you know, kind of a way to, to do this. But he said of the top 32 qualifying starters from last season, 16 of them for left tackle were drafted in the first round. We include that in the second round, 23 of the 32 left tackles um, were in, were taken in the, in the, uh, in the first or second round. Um, I guess it's all, all tackles maybe. So maybe not just left tackles, all tackles, you know, we're in, we're in the first round wide receivers, 12 of the 32 are drafted in the first round. And that's even, and that's guys on their second some sometimes on their second team with like with Nelson Aguilar. Like I don't really there's no data that shows you that Chase is of more value than Panay Sewell would be if both players end up yeah. being as good as we think they could be. Well, how okay, let me ask you this because you obviously you know the offensive line position as well as anybody. And this is why I, people I I I I think that it's it's more common that you can find people that study the skill positions cuz you know they're standing alone they get all the publicity but when it comes to the offensive line there's not enough people who talk about it on a national standpoint and it's maybe the most important position group in all of football there's not enough people that know what the hell they're talking about which is why you pointed out look pro football focus um they've got their their grades and they grade offensive linemen and there's not many places outside of pro football focus to do that so my question to you would be, is Panay Sewell a generational type talent? Is he a once in every five year type offensive tackle? Is he, you know, is there a, like, where does he stack up to a guy like a Tristan Wirfs, uh, who had a really good year last year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? So here's the thing about Panay, and, I, you know, I've watched him play now. I'm an Oregon grad, and I've known Panay. Um, it, it, it's his age. We, we put it this way. We've never seen a player of his talent level at his age come into the NFL. So he's 20 years old. He will be 20 when he takes his first snap for the Bengals. He doesn't turn 21 till October. So he won the Outland Trophy at Oregon at, uh, let me do my math right. He started that year at 18 years old. <laughs> he won the Outland at 19 um, as a sophomore. So he's the youngest ever to win it, like age-wise. The youngest ever to win call, like by physical age and by college age sophomore. True sophomore, not redshirt. True sophomore. And his ability for growth is so much compared to, let's say, Rashawn Slater, who Rashawn Slater is very good. You're going to draft Rashawn Slater from, from, from Northwestern. He is what he is, right? He can pass protect. He can run blocks. Got to work a little bit on his hands and finish. But like you're going to get what you get with Panay. You're going to get so much more because he's going to grow into his body. I mean, look, he posted a picture uh, last week. I think it was his pro day last week before that with his shirt off. He's still got a 20 year old body, right? Like there's not much 
muscle definition. It's still kind of like a body you can grow into. And he's 330 pounds running, you know, like a, a, a four, six, eight shuttle. Like it's, it, so it, that potential for growth, and the Bengals have a really good offensive line coach, Frank Pollock as well, who's with the Cowboys during their kind of four-year run of greatness with Teron Smith and Zach Martin and, and all those. He kind of helped develop those guys. So um, I think there's so much room for growth, and that's what excites me about Panay is we rarely see a player who is this good, this young, and still growing into his body. Well, okay, so, but wasn't this the, one of the issues that people had with the Austin Jackson pick for the Dolphins? Or are we talking about two different level tackles? Because that was one of the, the knocks on that pick was, well, listen, he's got really high upside, but he's not close to being ready to play at the NFL level. And when Miami made that pick, and I, I if I yeah, but they're they're certain, not, but they're not like even they're not in the same realm of player. Okay, though. so so Sewell is, is like, light years. Because I, I said the same stuff about Austin Jackson too. Because I, I watched him play, you know, often. Obviously, as a Pac-12 guy, like he, it's it's they were not even close to the same like player. Austin Jackson was not as physical, not as good with his hands. I mean, Panay just dumps defenders like he just dominates guys all the time like it's pretty <laughs> incredible to watch him run block and, and he's a teenager and, and he won a, the outland as a teenager like there's there's a clip of it, actually people found on my twitter I, I don't know why but um i mean he's 17 years old as a freshman um like taking a kid from stanford and just like take him seven yards back and, and jump on him it's like a 17 year old freshman <laughs> Like, 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 that, oh, like that's, man. I think, like, I think that we, we don't understand how, um, the, you know, the kind of the maturing of the body at that age and how much just stronger he will be the older he gets, you know, we heard the, you know, the, the phrase old man strength, right? Like there is something to that idea. I felt much stronger at 27, even though I might not be lifting as much as I did when I was 21, but my, my, my overall understanding of my body how to use my body on the field, how to use my strength and power. He doesn't even get that yet, and he's already this good. Imagine when he learns how to harness his body in the right way, when he learns how to weightlift and train in the, the best and most efficient way possible. Like, there's so many, there's so much room for, imagine when he becomes an even better pass protector, which he needs to work on. And that, to me, is why people are so excited for him. He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jonas Knox. In for Clay Travis. This is Outkick, the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next here, uh, there is a uh, a quarterback controversy and debate atop the NFL draft. We'll get the very latest on that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
with wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jonas Knox. In for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in uh, about 10 minutes from now here on FSR, there is a rule in sports that Jeff Schwartz cannot stand. Uh, he is pissed off about Only it. He needs to, well, I mean, there's one specifically. <laughs> one specifically that you have mentioned uh, that you oh, are yes. not a fan of uh, that we will get into here coming up in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Um, is Dan Arlovsky still uh, backtracking on his uh, comments about Justin Fields? Is that still happening, or is he done backtracking? Oh, man, Dan got, it, Dan got in that one, did he? So, um, <laughs> you know, this is – I have kind of a, a rule that – because I do Pac-12 radio, so I talk about college kids quite often. And I mean, kids is, is maybe a loose term there, right? They're younger than me, so they're just considered kids. But, um, you know, I, I stay away from character uh, comments, not because – the, the, they don't have any, right? They're kids. They're going to have, you know, they're not, not everyone's perfect. But because it's, it's it's really hard to confirm a lot of character problems, right? Because, yeah. you know, you might you might get, and this is the way research, you know, the, the kind of, the, not research, but the way, you know, that, that gathering information works. You talked to a bunch of people, right? And you might have someone, and you might have one person say, say something and you trust them, and Dan trusted who the information he got, so he put it out there. But, you know, unless you specifically talk to a coach who's worked with that player for for an X amount of time, it's really hard to question anyone's character. Um, I, I just stay away from it, even though I might know someone has character flaws. It's just almost not worth a discussion, um, and because we we get defensive about college players, I think because they're not being paid, and so we feel like. And if, look, if they name image and likeness becomes a thing very soon, I, I would imagine, or you know, there's some sort of salary. You know, the Pac-12 has even talked about a, a pro compensation model as part of what the new commissioner would be part of, kind of bringing into the future. If that happens, I'm I, maybe I'll be more critical of, of character flaws in, in young players. But I think also too, we have also been young. We have also had character flaws. Of course, you know, we just talked about Panay Sewell, and people are saying, "Well, he's immature. He's 20 years old. Of course, he yeah. is." Like what? So so you know, I just I, it's really tough. <coughs> excuse me. And then Dan obviously talked to someone <clears throat> closer with Justin Fields, and so it just it's tough to, to kind of and look again. That doesn't mean that that what Dan said is not true at all, or it doesn't mean that um, that Justin Fields is without character flaws. I think we all have character flaws. It's determining whether or not they hurt him on the field or help him on the field or hurt his team or help his team. And so um, I just do I stay away from it. I, I maybe that's why I'm I'm not breaking down the draft somewhere <laughs> full time. But like I just I just don't think it's a it's an important part unless you specifically have instances where you know that or, or you know, or there's you know there's arrests or there's things you know you know we talked about baker mayfield right with the, with the crotch grab of or yeah. but those are visible things you see right well matt so, jones got a dui when he was a freshman right no exactly and, th- and those are and those are and those are things that that i think are fair to question because there's evidence of those occurring right when you talk to a coach and most coaches that i've talked to are very honest about a player but there also is you know there's a personal factor to that right if they like the guy or don't like the guy they might give you a more for example when i when i 
did my research on Justin Herbert. I am very close to people at the Oregon football program. And, um, you know, I tried my best to get some sort of character flaw. I tried I, because I was like, dude, tell me something negative about Justin. <laughs> and they wouldn't do it. They refused to do it. And, and it turns out there's a reason why, because there really was no character flaw. So, you know, and they, they love Justin and they weren't going to disparage him. So, um, you know, there's, there's many ways to look at kind of the character flaw conversation. I just think it's really tough. And look, and Dan, again, it wasn't, he did not, you know, he wasn't saying that this was his opinion on Justin Fields. And so you run a, a, a fine line there of trying to make sure that you talk about it in a way to let people know that this wasn't your opinion, but that you heard it from someone else. But again, it's it's hard sometimes with that with that second or third hand information, especially when it comes to, to character concerns. And also too, when you see Justin Fields play, I mean, he played through that injury against Clemson. Like there's very, and he, he, and he got, and he, what he worked very hard to bring football back, um, you know, with the big 10 after the pandemic, not after the pandemic, during the pandemic. And so I, I think that it was, um, it was tough for him to come out and, and say those things. The Justin feel like look Dan Orlovsky and and I tease only because he w- it was just so obvious that he was shook by the criticism. So it's like, dude, well, because this is this, you know, this is part you don't of the want, deal. You don't want because you don't. I mean, look, Dan takes his job seriously. I know Dan very well. We talk a lot about quarterbacks and and you know you don't want to be known as the guy who puts out faulty character information. We know there's there's plenty of those guys who cover the draft for years who have put out who that's their thing, right? They find like the negative you know, the negative character flaws. And we don't like those people. And that's not who Dan is as an, as a, as an, as an analyst. Here's the, the Justin Fields on the field stuff. Um, I, I think because every, it seems like every year there's a quarterback who slips, a quarterback whose draft stock takes a hit the closer we get to the draft. It happens every single year, whether it was Lamar Jackson one year, whether, I mean, you can just go through the years and find some guy to where they're just going to slip and there's going to be flaws that are pointed out. Josh Allen was a guy a lot of people felt like, eh, you know, I mean, you, look, people forget going into the day of the draft in 2018, Josh Allen was the favorite to get taken number one overall by the Browns like that. And then all of a sudden he wasn't taken number one overall. And in fact, he wasn't even the, I think it was the fourth quarterback taken third or fourth quarterback taken. He was the, he was the fourth, right? Cause it went, yeah, I, it, went, I, it, I, went it was Dar- It was a uh, Mayfield, Darnold Jones, Allen Jackson. Well, no, it was uh, it was uh, Josh Rosen. I'm trying to oh, remember Rosen, Josh, yes. yeah, if if Rosen was taken no, before was, or he, after. He was taken after. He was taken like tenth. Okay, and, and, and oh, yeah, so Jones but, was the year afterwards. Yes, yes. And, and so the, the point being, you, there's always a. It, this happens every year to where there's a quarterback that whose draft falls. The Justin Fields stuff is interesting to me only because. The knock on him that people would point to from a game standpoint is how he played against Indiana, which he was not good. He got outplayed by Michael Penix Jr. And then they go to the Big Ten title game and they say, you know, he didn't look good against Northwestern. But, man, he showed a lot of balls in that Clemson game. So if we're going to hold him to, to game film, I thought he was fantastic. I thought he outplayed Trevor Lawrence in the in the semifinal. And I thought he played fantastic. And so I guess what has happened since – that all of a sudden he's gone from, in a lot of people's minds, the number two prospect behind Trevor Lawrence to, yeah, you know, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe he's going to go after Trey Lance. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe a team's not going to take him in the top ten. Like, there, it just feels like there's either new yeah. information or people are just looking at old tape and not actually, not actually paying attention to what the guy did in the semifinal game. 
Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of overanalyzation right now this time of year, which is a big part of this as well. But look, we've seen now, and, and you mentioned multiple drafts where the best player and the, the best quarterback out of that class is often not the first one taken because I think yeah. we overanalyze, we paralyze ourselves. You you know, you look at Justin Herbert, who, in, in you know, Joe Burrow was playing well last year, but Herbert was playing better. Um, and he's a guy that we nitpicked to death, right? We just found every reason, and he did not have film even close to as good um, – as as Justin Fields did, uh, you look at you know Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson in that class as being, I think, you know, look, I think there's obviously so some concerns about the Ravens in the playoffs, but Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. Josh Allen, um, you know, was second last year MVP voting, I believe, um, and so you know they're they're better than Baker Mayfield and Darnold and Josh Rosen. Um, so you know Justin Fields might fall to a better situation. He might end up in Atlanta, which yeah. I think is a long shot with Arthur Smith, who um, is a great offensive play caller. You know, he might fall somewhere. You know, maybe he goes to to Denver, and that ends up, that ends up being a great situation for him. Um, you know, the Panthers aren't precluded from drafting a quarterback. I think it would be it would be interesting if they did. So in the end, Justin Fields might get the best out of it. You you look at at, at Pat Mahomes, right? Pat Mahomes wasn't the first quarterback taken that year. Um, and he ends up benefiting from playing with, with Andy Reid in, in that organization. So for Fields, it might not be the worst thing to not go to as high, but I think obviously San Francisco would be a preferred spot for any quarterback. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. Didn't didn't Baltimore, Ozzie Newsom, I think, traded back into the first round he to did, take yeah. Lamar Jackson. And he was, I think it was the final pick of the, of the he, first he, round, if he I'm He was, mistaken. yeah, with, and they had Flacco you know, as their starter at that time. I mean, hey, man, like, like you could say whatever. Like, who would you rather be right now? Lamar Jackson, who was taken at the bottom of the first round, or Josh Rosen, who was taken near the top? Yeah. And although I, I have been one of the big Josh Rosen defenders because I feel like that guy is is never going to get a chance. He's no, he's never going to get a real he chance. Ne- he, he And he played – look, I don't know how good Rosen would have been if he would have stuck, but he had – a new OC every year at UCLA, and then for like five, and then for he had like you know five straight years of five new OCs, and then in the NFL, new OC, new quarterback. I'm not sure he he in the end he had it, but yeah, he didn't really under, end up with a with a fair shake. Um, you know, but Lamar Jackson's a good a good um, a good example of you know when you get drafted by a team who who loves you and they change their offense for you and they make it easy for you. You know, if he gets drafted early in the draft, maybe the Browns aren't as you know aren't as willing to change agreed. their offense for him agreed no, aren't totally as willing agreed. to aren't as willing to go all in and get him the players that he needs to run this offense and so again for fields he might end up in the better situation than a lot of the quarterbacks taken ahead of him just for that reason look tr- Jacksonville historically you know they've had they had a, an AFC championship run with Coughlin they had one obviously in 2017 but they've pretty much been a dumpster fire and there's no guarantee that Urban Meyer is going to make them very relevant. I mean, Trevor Lawrence might end up in a terrible spot. You know, the the Jets and Jets fans take offense to the idea that they've been bad. I mean, look, besides the, the couple of Rex Ryan years, not a lot of winning happening in New York. No. And you know, I know you have a new, I know you have a, a new general manager and a new coach. I get that. Um, but you know, there's no guarantee that that Zach Wilson's going to go there and end up in the best situation of, of any of these quarterbacks. So. Situation and fit matter so much when it comes to quarterback uh, success, and it's it's becoming, I think, way um, way way clearer lately that that is a huge factor in success. Is look, 
the he, team's he, willingness to, to change their offense for you. And, and to your point on the Jets, Tom Brady left the division. The Miami Dolphins went into a full-blown tank, and the Jets are still the worst team in the division. <laughs> like, like still, like all of that, be all of that uh, that that could have gone their way, and they're still the worst team in the division. So I, I'm sorry, I, I I don't I don't buy that all of a sudden Zach Wilson, if he's number two, is just going to end up and they're going to turn around the entire organization. You need help around the quarterback, and I don't know what what they've done that Jets fans would go, all right, we problem solved. Uh, we've we've said bye to Adam Gase and Sam Darnold. Everybody like man, there was a lot of guys that were there before Adam Gase and Sam Darnold. And you still had problems. Exactly, so. and then that I think is the you know. So in the end, Fields might win. In this and, and you know, but maybe maybe he goes three and and um, I think Trey Lance might is kind of the maybe better fit for the Niners than his fields. Uh, look, and we heard that clip in, in kind of coming back from the break with with Greg Cosell. Look, I trust Greg almost more than anyone else. He he is he's no nonsense, right? I, he just gives it. He tells you he's no dog in the fight. So if he if he's worried about fields and look, of course there's things to worry about every player. It does it does that's the first person I trust if someone was like, hey. I don't like this about a quarterback. So there are flaws in Justin Fields. Uh, the question is whether or not those can be fixed in the NFL. He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jonas Knox. In for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train, stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. Uh, coming up next, there is a rule in the world of sports that Jeff Schwartz is pissed off about. He's pissed. Uh, he's got some venom he wants to spit we'll have that for you next here on fsr this is outkick the coverage with clay travis hey it's me rob parker check out my weekly mlb podcast inside the parker for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport whether you believe in analytics or the eye test we've got all the bases covered New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and Installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Redestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, Jeff Schwartz, uh, you are really bothered by a rule change uh, in the world of sports. Now, this is not a new rule. This was around last season in Major League Baseball. But please explain why you were so hot and bothered by this one. Yeah, so baseball has decided they're going to continue with putting a runner on second base to start extra innings. I don't really understand who it's for. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you trying to do? And I have – I've. I think I've lost only one bet this year on an under because of it. So it's not because of that. And I, I, <laughs> and I think it actually happened after I started complaining about it. Um, so what, what, what is the purpose of this? Is it to speed the game up? Well, who, who's watching in the 10th inning of a game thinking to themselves, like, I need this to be sped up. If you're in, you're, you're already in it. If you're, you're a baseball fan, you're watching it. No one is watching 
who is not a baseball fan, the tenth inning of a regular season Wednesday night game. Like you know what I mean? Like no one's, no one's like, I hey, gotta gotta wrap this thing up as quick as possible. Um, is it is it to get the young fans excited for the game? Again, who's what young fan is like? I'm gonna tune in because this game is an extra innings and they have a runner on second base. Like who who is this for? Why are you doing this? No one seems to like it. Your players don't like it. Your fans don't like it. What's the purpose of this rule change, Jonas? What, what's the purpose well, of it? I, I, I think, look, this, this would be my only estimation as to what the, the purpose of it would be. That they're like, if we can avoid these, you know, 15, 16, 17 inning, not that there are that many of them, but they do happen from time to time where you've got these long games where teams are, their, their bullpens are getting eaten up because uh, the, these games are going on and on and on and on because they don't have ties and baseball. So I think their thought process is we don't have to worry about any of that. Let's speed up the process and let's put a guy on second base and try and end these games fast so we don't have to have those long games. That would be my only idea or only guess as to why they think this is a good rule and one they should have kept around from last year. So so the point is that we don't have... So why don't we just like end games in a tie if they go to 12 innings? Again... Like that, that's, that's why, that's where I'm not a fan of ties, but I'll, I'll bet if you were to ask a manager in major league baseball, Hey, would you rather this game end in a tie or would you rather eat up your bullpen for another four or five innings and sabotage what you could potentially do the next game? If you're trying to win this series, I'll bet majority of managers would rather play in a tie. If we've got that many games, if we've got this many games in a regular season, you see in ties in the NFL, I think are a bigger deal because you don't have as many games that you can play. So if, if you, you come up, you know, short and making a playoff spot because of a tie. I think it's a bigger deal. In baseball, dude, you got 150 plus games. I, I mean, like one tie or two ties aren't going to make or break who's going to win the division. Yeah. If, it, if it comes down to that, then you cross that bridge when you get to it. I'm okay with the tie in baseball. If it means we're not going to eat up bullpens and we don't have to have this dumb rule to where you know, a, a, a guy inherits a runner on second base to start extra innings, then I, I would be okay with the tie. Yeah, and the thing about it is just like, like I think of things from a player perspective. Obviously, like like what about you know the the reliever who gets a guy in second base? Agreed. Um, and you know the he he gets a he, you know he allows a run that right. he normally probably would not allow otherwise. I get their job is to is to hold runners from scoring. I get that, but typically you know to start an inning they get no one on base, <laughs> and, right. and there are obviously opportunities that come in during games to hold runners as well. Does that count against their ERA? Does that hurt them in free agency? Um, does it help? You know, and of course, this is very minuscule, probably offensively to help anyone in, in the long run. But you know, it, if you know, if your reliever comes in, you know, three times and allows a couple runs every now and then when this happens, it, it's a problem. So I, I just don't know that the, no one was asking for this to be fixed. And the idea that this is going to a draw in fans to a game. If you are drawn to baseball because of the extra inning rules, I, I don't think you like baseball. Like I'm, not, I'm just thinking about the person who's like, the, you know, the the 23 year old millennial has alert on his phone for extra innings baseball. Um, you know, like like I would. Like I've watched. I've, I've been away from from home for the last couple of days, and I've watched a lot more baseball than I have in the past. Like I watched the Giants game yesterday. I'm a Giants fan. I'm in. I'm involved. Baseball has to change the rules to get me to watch. So I, I'm, not, I'm just. I'm just curious who, who are they trying to, to 
change the rule for? Well, you mentioned it, and this this I do think is is part of the discussion, and and it's not the biggest deal, but to players it is. So yeah, you you've been through negotiations. If a team can find a reason why they're going to short you on their offer and they can point to something on the field, they're going to do it. They're going to say, well, you know, listen, uh, you aren't as, as effective here. And, you, and so for these relievers who are, who are going to have to deal with the fact that, man, you know, with inherited runners, you give up this amount. And it's like, well, you know, a couple of those were extra inning games. I have, a, I have a, um, a friend of mine who's got a sibling who plays Major League Baseball and they go through arbitration in baseball. And his wife wanted to go to the arbitration hearing. And my friend said, that's not a good idea, okay? Because they're going to tell you everything that he does wrong because they're going to try and get a better deal. So, yeah, I do, I do think there are like, – like, think about it this way. You're a reliever. You come into the extra innings of, of a game right now, and your job is to get three outs. First batter comes up, hits a ball to the right side, you get an out, ground ball out. Problem is the runner advanced. Next batter comes up, hits a fly ball, you get an out. Problem is the runner tags. Third guy in the in the inning, you strike out. You still allow to run. Yeah. You, like you did you did your job perfectly. Ground ball out, fly ball out, and a strikeout, and you still allow to run. So that makes you look bad. So that's why I, I feel bad for relievers in this spot because they're getting the, they're getting the shaft based on the new rule. Exactly, and and teams will use everything they can against yes. you, and and that's obviously a very NFL thing to do. But obviously, arbitration <laughs> in baseball, especially you know before you get to the contract, it, that's the way arbitration is, right? They they kind of go back and forth. So, um, I just don't think it makes the game better, like that, in the end. And I think that's the goal of every rule is try to make the game better. Jeff Schwartz, Jonas Knox, in for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the coverage. Back here, more NFL next. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.